everybody, and welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with... Todd Rex. Hi! Todd Rex. Uh, T-Rex, whatever. T-Rex. Um, big week this week. We have a great bunch of guests. We have Matt Brown, the immortal, who's on a six-fight winning streak. Just called out GSP. We're going to talk to him. Jessica Penn, Ow! the former Adam Waite. Invicta champion just came across. Oh well, she actually had a, a victory, but before that, a great battle with uh, the karate hottie Michelle Waterson. We'll talk to her, and she's got beautiful pictures out right now uh, that Tracy Lee took of her butt. We're Tracy gonna, Lee. We're going to talk about those amazing <laughs> pictures uh, this week. Let's just get into it. One sixty four, Bendo versus Pettis, the rematch. Uh oh. Everyone knows it was the, the kick. kick. <laughs> <laughs> the kick her around the, the world. The kick her around the world in the last WEC event. Ah, uh, man, this is going to be a tough fight. You know, um, I like both these guys. I'm leaning, I'm leaning towards Ben Henderson. I agree. Just because, uh, like I said before, he walks around as Chloe. He weighs in a Kim. Um, <laughs> he's, he, he's about, I just think he's bigger, whereas Pettis can make 145. Bendo's walking around about 190, 200 pounds. He's a huge guy. Gets down to 155, and um, and then, I don't know. Since their first fight, I feel like they've both progressed. Granted, in the in in the victories that Pettis had, he's looked he's looked better. Whereas Bendo's beaten some great guys, as in Frankie Edgar, uh, as in Gilbert Melendez. But they've been close fights, very close fights. You could argue that I thought Edgar won the second fight. And uh, some people think Melendez won, whereas Pettis has, has just dominated uh, Lozon and the Cowboy. He did lose to Clay Guida. I mean, so it's going to be tough. It's a tough fight. It's one of those things also, I think, that uh, the, the, the UFC factor. I think that I just feel like Bento's got it a little better. Yeah. I mean, he... Well, no, he's not going to let that happen again. He's got, I mean, that's like the one thing on his resume that he really hates. The, the kick? The kick. Yeah, who, who would want that on their resume? Right. But I'm At, saying, like, and he's using that as fuel to get better, and and, and he's going to avenge that loss. And he's so hard fashion. to submit. I mean, the Cowboy had him in so many different submissions. That he, he, it's like, and the guy found Jesus, which I think, uh, I don't know if he found Jesus or he always had Jesus, but he, he if, you, if you follow his Twitter, he's very spiritual. And sometimes those... Those guys who become very spiritual are, are like something takes over them. Like look at like like Vitor Belfort now, and I, <laughs> I remember there was a boxer named Angel Man Freddy, who yeah, I remember that guy, who was actually worse when he found Jesus. He he was <laughs> he was the, the, he was the disciple. First he was the devil, and he was amazing. And then he became the disciple, and he started losing and not caring. That happens sometimes too. Other, people, other times people go the other way. Right, when, you start realizing that hey, you know, through the word of Christ, none of this really matters. None of this really matters. It's all a bigger <laughs> like the, my ass beat doesn't really it matter. It becomes right like now. Joe Boo in Major League Two, you know. <laughs> but uh, for some reason, I'm thinking that uh, I, I don't know. I don't think that Henderson's going to keep the fight standing this time. I think he's just going to grind them out. He's going to use the Clay Guida approach. The fight's also in Milwaukee, which is Pettis's hometown. And that could be a very Rufus. that could be a, di- a disadvantage because you got first of all you have he, he he has his kid he has to worry about he has his wife there or his girlfriend I, I don't know if he's married or his, or, or what, what the deal is you have all those people coming in you have all the hey man get me Pressure, tickets right. hey man can I come to the fight hey man blah, blah, blah. sometimes it's better to be away from everybody right you know fighting in your hometown whereas it could fuel you like you know GSP who seems to fight in his hometown. I could also, I just, even though just from my 
comedy shows, when people want tickets for me, when I do uh, shows around town, it's a, it's a pain in the butt. Right. Hey, man, get me tickets. Hey, man, put me on the guest list. I just hey, went man. through that. I just went through that in Vegas this past weekend. It wasn't even my show. When I'm there, it's hard to get my friends to come out to see me. But When now, Russell Peters but then, comes. But then it's Russell Peters, and everybody's like, hey, man, can I get two tickets? Oh, it's really? A, it's annoying. In fact, well, when my buddy Connor Hewn used to fight, I would not ask him for tickets because I'm his friend. I don't want to bother him. I was saying when Mayhem used to fight, I wouldn't ask him for tickets. I'd be like, "Go ahead, dude. I'll, I'll buy. I'm, I'm, I'm your friend. I'll buy tickets." You know. Right. But other people, hey man, it's gonna be a great fight. It's gonna be a great fight. I can't wait for that fight. Uh, other good fights on that card: uh, Frank Mir versus Josh Barnett. That's a very interesting fight. Um, yeah. I know you're good friends with <laughs> Josh, Josh Barnett. Yep. I mean, you guys hang out. I'm, I'm, I was just texting him. He's on a plane right now, taxiing. What's because when you said that, what's Josh Barnett like? He's a very funny guy, super intelligent, super smart. One of the smartest people I know, probably. Like when I had a, a pilot that you had him on, right? And he is like, uh, when I met him, he was the most straight faced. You never know when he's kidding. Right. He says the most outlandish things, <laughs> with, like with a very straight face, and you're like, what? You, have, you almost have to like put. Did I just hear that come out of his right. mouth? <laughs> and uh, seems like a nice guy though. He's seems a very like, nice guy. But he looks. I mean, I, I asked him. I go, what was it like when you beat Randy Couture? He's like, I just. I punched him and I heard, <gasps> I just heard his spirit breaking out of his, I'm like, dude, that's a bad man. Do that to Randy Couture. Right. Josh Barnett, if you look at Josh Barnett's resume, he has six losses, three of them are to Crow Cop. And <laughs> he's, he's fought, I mean, there's a guy who may be the most underrated fighter out there. Like Josh Barnett is just, he's, he's fought a who's who of fighters and, and, and he- And he's a beast. He's a beast. It just you know it's a, it's a guy who's also he, he's taken down fighters and promotions. <laughs> affliction. Uh, he he took down affliction by himself. I mean, too bad he couldn't get all the uh, the guys wearing affliction to take take those off. But you know, <laughs> but Barnett, uh, if he hadn't been you know plagued with the the whole drug you know this whole steroid thing, you wonder how good. I mean, he's thirty six years old. He's been through a lot. His body has. I mean, between pro wrestling. And fighting, right? You wonder how much he has left. I think he has a lot left. You think so? Yeah, I do. He's just—he's a maniac, man. He's a wild dude. He's at—you know—I was at World Series of Fighting four a few weeks ago, and he was there hanging out and getting a lot of autographs. And he looked like he's in incredible shape. Yeah, and he just looks like a dude not to be messed with. Him. He's wearing his leather jacket with his his mohawk or faux hawk. Yeah, no, he's a—he's a bad dude. Yeah. He's a dude and that he's like, got, and he's got boundless energy, and he's yeah, no, he seemed like a real nice guy. Yeah, he's silly. <laughs> He's, I mean, we, when we when we talk, we laugh the whole time. He, he seems like a funny guy. Yeah. He's fighting Frank Mir, who uh, who's no pushover. He's a beast himself. Mir's coming off two losses. Uh, he's coming off a loss to. Uh, I mean, the two losses he, he's coming off to are to Cormier and to Dos Santos. Um, you know, Frank Mir. Uh, when I met him, when I worked with him at the MMA awards, he literally had a knife around his neck. Uh, we're walking. <laughs> we're, we're walking around. We're walking around. Uh, we were doing a sketch in like the palms. And I'm like, bro, uh, is there a jungle that we're going to? You know, <laughs> but he he seemed like a real nice guy, very yeah. serious, very intense. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's two Frank Mears. This after Mir lost to Brock Lesnar, you know, which was very humiliating for him because Mir, you know, they had a lot of they had a lot of crap talk back and forth, and, and Brock kind of put him in like a schoolyard headlock right. and just pounded him away, and then went crazy afterwards and started. You know, we all remember that speech he made, and uh, you know, I took the lucky horse too and threw it up his ass. You know, all, all that, all every, everything he said. You know, about 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 that. But he then Mir, who at the time I think was probably in his 
early 30s, gained like 40 pounds of muscle. And, uh, and I'm not sure if he, he admitted to taking TRT or what. Some people say he, he had or he had not. But you wonder if after that weight training, it almost was detrimental to his body. Because it didn't seem it didn't seem like very natural to gain. It's like he became obsessed with Brock Lesnar, and he's like, "I'm just gonna do whatever I can to be that to, size, to be that size, and <laughs> and to beat Brock Lesnar." Right. But you wonder if his body sort of has been breaking down because of that weight. Because he, I mean, if you can't, if you look at his, that was after the motorcycle accident, right? Yeah, but after the motorcycle right. accident, it was when he came back to fight Czech Congo. He was he, he looked huge, completely different, right? Huge. I mean, and then he ended up losing the car win after that, and then. He beat uh, he beat Big Nog and and you know had that 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 crazy submission win. Um, it's gonna be a good fight. I'm picking Barnett in this fight. Yeah. Uh, just because. Me too. <laughs> yeah, because you're you. I mean, I mean. Yeah, but honestly, you're friends I, with them. I yeah, mean, well, that that and because I think he has what it takes to beat him too. I mean, I don't think that uh, I don't think that Frank Mir can do to um, can do to Joshua uh, Cormier did. Yeah, um, which and, is out wrestling, right? And, and short of that, it's going to be kind of hard to beat this guy. Yeah, I mean that's. I just think that uh, I don't think it's going to go to the ground. I don't think Mir's going to want to take it to the ground. No, I think. I, th- I mean, uh, or, or I don't think Barnett was going to want to take him to the ground with Mir. I think Barnett beats him standing. Yeah, I think he's just going to pick him apart standing. Um, it's going to be a good fight. You know, you wonder what if this fight would have been taking place ten years ago. <laughs> you know, uh, how great of a fight this would be. Right. It's still a good fight. Yeah. Still a good fight. Um, so uh, what else is uh, there's also a couple other fights coming on. Uh, Clay Guida versus Chad Mendez also going to be a great fight. There's going to be a lot of energy in that fight. Uh, Team Alpha Male has not lost since Dwayne Ludwig. Dwayne Pang and Dwayne Ludwig actually admits that he watches tape of Team Alpha Male, gets stoned, watches tape again. And finds things right. that he, I mean, he's basically, it's like. It's kind of what I did with music back in yeah, the Yeah, he's 90s. basically, <laughs> Team Alpha Male has become Pink Floyd's The Wall, you know. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, I think that Chad Money Mendez wins this fight. Clay Guida, you know, another guy, he, he wins fights that I think he's going to lose. He loses fight he thinks he's going to win. I didn't think he was going to beat Pettis. Uh, you know, he 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 beat Gomi. His last couple fights, people have been upset because he's it's all that dancing around and jer- herky jerky. Sort of been running a little right. bit. It started it started with the uh, the Gray Maynard fight. And that that fight actually pissed me off too. Like I, I felt bad for Gray because Gray, Gray was like, "Engage, you son of a." Yeah, yeah. And they almost fought again in in the locker room. There's actually a YouTube clip of of Clay's brother. Uh, what's his name? Uh, his older brother who smacks him in the head, Jason Guida. Jason, the and, drywaller Guida. And fighting with, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, w- I actually met Clay at metal school. Yeah. And uh, I was like, Clay Guida. We, and he, he was, I was telling him about MMA Roasted and how I roast him. One of the nicest guys ever. Like, yeah. and so was Chad, called in a couple weeks ago. So I, 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 nobody I'm rooting for in this fight. Clay, I mean, Clay, when, I, when I'm telling you, I mean, supports wrestling, great guy, will talk to anybody. Most down to earth human being I think I've met in a long time. Um, that being said, I, it's funny because I, when, I, when I met Greg Jackson when he first signed Clay Guida, I said, "Hey man, so what's the deal with Guida?" Like, uh, and, he, and Greg Jackson told me, "I cannot believe how far this guy has come 
with the amount of little skill that he has. And he wasn't <laughs> insulting him. Right. He was saying, like, this guy is winning fights with no technique. Just sheer determination. Sheer, which is something amazing, I mean, right. to be said. The fact that, like, he was beating... Rank guys in the world, top with ten the guys double, in the world. Double hammer fists. With with, <laughs> remember that I've seen him like, like oh with literally with energy. I mean, he right. was basically he, he was a not a great wrestler, good wrestler, but not a great wrestler. Uh, but just energy, tenacity, determinedness. I mean, the guy determinedness. Uh, it's not a real word. <laughs> but thank you for pointing that out. Determination. Determinous. All right, I said determinous. Really dumb. I, I, I okay. I get it. <laughs> Determinedness is my new word. Nice. I, I am I am determinedness to make this a good podcast. But so uh, it's amazing how far he com- he he has come with the uh, limited amount of uh, yeah. technique. But now with Greg Jackson, you wonder did Greg Jackson make him too much of a? Uh, did he take away what made what Clay exciting? With? Right. And make him make him raw. You know that was what kind of made him excited. Was that everybody could relate to this main Captain this Caveman maniac maniac evo- fourth guy on the evolutionary scale? <laughs> you know, guy. But I was going to say number three, but number four. Now, yeah, number. <laughs> so it's going to be a good fight. I think Mendez wins this. I think I don't know how he's going to win this. Um, you know, because I don't think I don't I don't see Clay getting knocked out. He can be submitted. Kenny Florian submitted him, um, but uh, this Chad Mendez isn't doesn't ha- he doesn't have the same jiu-jitsu caliber that Kenny Florian had. So I don't know. I don't know how he wins this fight. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be good. Uh, ben Rothwell is taking on uh, Brandon Vera. Should be a good fight. Uh, Rothwell has been you know Big he's, been, ben. he's been winning and losing and winning and losing. His last victory was over Schaub. Vera's coming off a loss to Shogun. Um, how does this fight go down? Rothwell is now taking TRT. He's admitting it. And uh, that might be the big help because and Rothwell... He's already gigantic. He's already gigantic, but he's not exactly ripped, you know? Um, <laughs> you know, he's sort of on the Roy Nelson precious diet. Um, That's hilarious. And now, I'm a fan of Ben Rothwell. I thought after... I used to watch him in the IFC when he beat Roy Nelson. I thought he was going to be a, a more of an impact on the heavyweight division. I got I to gotta admit... Uh, I did too. You know he's he you know he got obliterated by Cain Velasquez. That was like the, one of the worst beatings I've ever seen in my life. Um, and then you know then he's been, then he beat he beat Gilbert Ivel. Then then he then he, then he lost. Uh, then he lost to Mark Hunt. And then he beat uh, uh, Schaub. And now he lost to Gonzaga. It's sort of going back and forth. Uh, you know maybe TRT is the answer. You know Rothwell Rothwell definitely looks like he he could you know you know. Go on the Dolce diet, or, or a few sit-ups here and there. A few sit-ups, or even, or even just you know, say the words to sit up, right. but um, <laughs> and not sit up to the table. And <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. So MMA news. Let's go to this. Misha Tate says that nine out of ten times women are better than men at MMA. Uh, she also failed math, but um, <laughs> now I'm a I'm a Misha Tate fan. I think, uh, but I, I don't think that nine out of ten times women in MMA are better than men. Well, I, one out of one time, I'll disagree with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I will watch any fight, whether it be man, female, transgender. Okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> Shout out to Fallon Fox. I will watch it. If it's on my TV, I'll watch it. I'll watch it if it's in my backyard. When I was in third grade, I used to stay outside every day after elementary school to watch the fights. And I, and I would put up a little chair and do commentary. All right, that second part's a lie. But, but, I, <laughs> but I really, I'm a huge fight fan. But 
Nine out of ten. For, I mean, come on. I mean, that's just a. I, you know, each taste. I think one of those girls that like. That is a ridiculous. Sometimes, claim. sometimes you get these really cute girls with beautiful butts that people just like they that men just agree because they don't want to say no so they'll be like right. yeah that makes sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah she has a big honey I, oh, agree. I agree sure oh, absolutely nine out of ten times and then they, <laughs> and they walk away and guys are like what is she i don't know you know but so right. but i don't i don't think that's true but uh you know look if that's i is she talking about per capita <laughs> i don't know what she's talking about uh another thing vitor belfort says he doesn't fight in Brazil because of his TR- the TRT. You know, there's a whole thing on conspiracy, and which Dana White has, has said it's not true, that Belfort only fights in Brazil because he's not testing. allowed to fight anywhere else due to him failing a steroid test over in Pride, and he won't be uh, get a TRT exemption. But in Brazil, they, they, they're very slack. I don't know if that's true. I don't know. I'm not the... One can only speculate. One can only speculate. And it does seem kind of weird that every fight he has is in Brazil. Um, and you know, since, he lost to, uh, since he lost to Anderson, yeah, he came back the next time. And he was, I mean, he looked like Brian Bosworth. <laughs> he had the mohawk and he's ripped up and oh, he's amped up like... Rah! Yeah, it is kind of weird to go through puberty at 37. Um, <laughs> but And he's huge. I mean, yeah. and he says, but according to him, he has... Lo- lo- I mean, they say that like... One out of every four hundred thousand people need TRT. There's no way they're all 180 pounds in the UFC. They're all 185. <laughs> Everybody, I mean, come on. Right. That's sort of a little. It does, you know. I think either make it legal for everybody or not. These like doctors' notes are a little bit suspicious. I mean, I mean, I mean, I live in California, where if you go to uh, a marijuana doctor right. and say I have trouble sleeping, they'll give you a prescription. And it seems like these are the same doctors that are giving out TRT. Like my doctor had a ponytail and, and a and and a <laughs> tie dye shirt on, tie dye shirt on, <laughs> Birkenstocks, you know, and a certificate from University of Phoenix online. I, I mean, come on, this is. This is, these, these, these doctors seem a little shady. Anyway, right now we are going to call Matt Brown the immortal, coming off a victory over Mike Pyle. Downtown Matt Brown. Looking amazing. Let's call him right now. Hello. Hello, is this Matt Brown? Yeah. Hey, it's Adam Hunter and Todd Rex. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. What up? How's it going, Toast? How's it going, man? How's everything? Real good, real good. Everything's lovely in the world of Matt Brown right about C- now. Congrats on your recent victory over Mike Pyle. Thank you. Th- that was that was amazing. I mean, uh, did you? Is that how you saw the fight going? Uh, no, absolutely not. Um, you know, Mike Pyle's a hell of a good fighter, man. You know, just uh, sometimes it happens, you know, but. No, I didn't see it going that way at all. I thought it was going to be a, a back-and-forth battle. I thought I was going to have to, you know, really suck it up and pull out, a, you know, a tough fight, you know? Yeah, no, that was I, – I, I was shocked. I had, I had I had money on pile, so uh, thank you. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Now, 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 Brown, you've, you're on a six-fight winning streak. Uh, you know, probably one of the, I think, the, the best winning streak in the UFC right now. Um, who do you, who do you want to fight next? Um, I don't have anything in mind. Just whatever they throw my way. I, I mean, guess. it's more up to Joe Silver than me, I guess. What do you think about Nick Diaz? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, is, I mean, is there, is there, I mean, 
Uh, after your fight against uh, against Pyle, you called out GSP, uh, and then last week you said you had better wrestling than GSP. Uh, would you like to expand on those comments? Um, I don't really know what to expand on. It's pretty much, uh, yeah, that's what I said. I don't know. It is what it is. What <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, um, I know a lot of people, you know, think that's crazy, but it's whatever they can, you know, if I would have said two years ago I was going to go on a 6-5 win streak, people would have said I was crazy too, right? Yeah, no, I, I think you might have said you were crazy. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, I think, well, I always believe in myself at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I always believe in you too, man. Um, and, uh, you know, I, you, you've, you've actually, you're a very amazing story, man. I mean, you're very, it's, 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 it's pretty amazing. Like what you've gone through, um, uh, like, you know, like when you actually, you know, you came over a heroin addiction and actually di- died, correct? Yeah, it wasn't actually an addiction. Um, I wasn't addicted to heroin. I just did too much one just time. Just did it all the time? Uh, not all the time. I actually did, like, I liked uppers a lot better. So back then I did a lot more coke, uh, mass, stuff like that. But, Holy smokes. Um, now, what was heroin it? Heroin now, now, what was the thing that made you, uh, now, what was the thing that got you into drugs? And, and then what else, and what made you quit? Um... It's kind of hard to say what really got me into it. I mean, I guess I, it was just more, you know, I was just young, naive, wanted to party, you know, didn't really realize what I was doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it wasn't like one certain thing that got me into it, you know what I mean? It was just kind of natural flow of life for me at that time, I guess. But were you were you, were you taking drugs while training? Um, no, that was, well, I took drugs in my first couple of fights, but I wasn't training. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Right. And then, and now what, like I I have family members that, that, that I've been addicted to heroin. Uh, and I, I'm not saying you were addicted to heroin, but they say it's probably the hardest thing to to kick in in like the whole world is, is getting off heroin. Did you find that, that, that to be true? Well, like I said, I never really got addicted to the heroin, but I was addicted to meth for a while, and that was probably the hardest thing. Um, it, it fucked me up pretty bad, you know what I mean, trying to come off. Yeah. But but I ended up quitting because I went to jail, so <laughs> I didn't have access to it. You know what I mean? How long were you in in, uh, in uh, jail for? Um, I don't know. I've been to jail like, 20 or 30 times, man. I don't know. I, you know what I mean? Wow. It wasn't like prison or anything, but... Uh, what was the longest uh, that you were in jail for? Um, the longest... Well, I got sentenced to six months once, and I did like 90 days, though. Wow. I think that was the longest. Did anybody try, anybody try to test you in jail? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I was in I was in the county jail. You know what I mean? So like, the county jail there's not really a whole lot of fights, right? You know I mean, like most of the people, like ninety percent of them, you know, just want to get the fuck out of there as much as you do. You know what I mean? They don't want to end up with a a one year sentence over a stupid. Scratch. You know what I mean? For when they were sentenced to thirty days and then they get an assault and end up for a year. You know what I mean? Right. 
Most of everybody's just trying to get the fuck out of there. So did you ever knock out someone in jail and then call out GSP? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody did it in a cage once. <laughs> <laughs> No, we got to talk about that because, um, you know, GSP obviously has the best wrestling in the UFC. Um, I mean, a lot, according to Ben Askren, he does. Uh, but but now some of the guys that you're training with over at Ohio State are Olympic-level wrestlers, right? Yeah. And you're taking these guys down in practice? Is that why you think that you could take GSP? <laughs> well... We don't really talk about what goes on in the training room, you know, but, um, you know, I, I learn from them. I work with them. Yeah, they take me down. I take them down. Um, they definitely take me down more than I take them down, you know. I mean, that's what they do. They're fucking good at it, you know. Um, but, you know, I don't want to, you know, give away too much, right? Right. But let that, now, now take me through the GSP fight, okay? So let's say... Uh, G- well, first of all, how do you see the GSP Hendricks fight going down? Man, that's a tough one, you know. Um, I think a lot of it's going to come Hendricks's own preparation, you know. I think it, uh, to me, that that's going to be the biggest factor, you know. I think Hendricks could definitely take out GSP, um, but he's got to be properly prepared, you know. I think Hendricks could out wrestle GSP also. If he's training his wrestling with the right guys and you know training properly, and but you know I don't I don't know how he trains, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, um, he, he called into the podcast and said that every time GSP is going to try to throw the jab, he's going to counter with a left hook and then go for a double leg. <laughs> All right, I guess now everybody knows his game plan. <laughs> 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 you know that, that was kind of a weird thing to call on and tell me, but I was like, "All right, if that's what he's gonna. Do, that's what you're gonna do." So, but let, let's say, let's say, okay, let's say GSP beats Hendricks and then goes, "You know what? I want Matt Brown." Right? He goes, "Matt Brown, you're the immortal. You say you beat up five guys in jail. Okay, I want Matt Brown." All right. So, so how does the Matt Brown GSP fight go down? I uh, knock him out. First round. Uh, he's pretty good at you know staying away. So maybe second or third round. Second or third round knockout. You knock him out, and then what happens? Do you, do you then like then you take the microphone and then and then who do you call out? Do you call out Silva or uh, Weidman after that? Or <laughs> yeah, I don't know. that might be jumping a little bit ahead, but <laughs> I, yeah, I'll fight whoever you know. What I mean, it's. Uh, I didn't get in this game to pick and choose fights. Right. You know, I just wanted the GSP fight because you know he's a he's got the title and you know he's kind of an annoying guy and <laughs> and I'm I'm a bad matchup for him. Wait, so. Why is he annoying? I don't know. Just the way he talks, I guess. <laughs> now, I'm sure he's a perfectly fine guy, you know. But I don't know. I'm a hillbilly man, you know. <laughs> it's not really my thing. <laughs> I, I totally understand. Um, now, uh, I mean, now, now you were, you joined the UFC. You, uh, you you lose five out of your first nine fights. Um, you lost to Brian Foster. Or you could of- say I won four out of my first nine. <laughs> okay, or you or you or, or you won your first one. <laughs> Come on, it's all about how you look at it. How you look at it, right? Yeah. The glass is half half empty in my world. All right, so <laughs> so you, you, you fight, you lose to Foster, Amida, and Lytle. Do you think you're getting cut after that? Yeah. Yeah, I was confident I was getting cut. 
now, 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 then you go on, and after, uh, after you lose to uh, uh, somebody, you lose to somebody, and they, uh, uh, Seth, Seth Podinsky, you go on and win six fights in a row. What was? What do you think? What clicked? Uh, it wasn't just like one thing. Um, you know, like I don't want to make excuses for my losses, you know, but there was reasons why I lost beyond just uh, skill set and things like that. Um, you know, I don't believe I was fighting up to my potential, and I believe uh, I've been fighting closer to my potential. I still don't think I've reached my full potential, but I, I think, you know, I've been fighting a lot closer and, you know, taking care of things a little better in the cage. I mean, that's, that's about all it comes down to is just, you know, execution and, you know, being properly prepared. You know, it wasn't necessarily, you know, a lack of anything as much as just, you know, uh, missing out on certain things that I wasn't taking care of. Now, did you did now were you upset when you knocked out Pyle because he has a a, a mullet and you're from Ohio and mullets are in style? There? <laughs> I didn't know mullets were in style here, but that's uh, okay. Um, <laughs> you know, to be honest, I wasn't upset only because uh, he is my buddy. Yeah, you know, like like we've hung out before and stuff, and and I don't know. I felt like I didn't give him a chance. You know what I mean? Which you know, he did the same to me, and you know, I did it to anybody, but. Did you go out and have a drink yeah, after the fight? Um, no, I didn't drink after the fight, but we hung out a little bit and chatted. Oh, okay. Yeah, now he's a uh, Pyle's one of the nicest guys I know. I was uh, I was kind of I I, t- I too was kind of bummed because like you know he's also a guy that was on like a four or five fight winning streak. You know, so it was sort of a it, it was a great matchup, especially on like paper. And I I was I was shocked, um, but you know uh, I think you know. You did a great job. Now, what did now? What did you do with the fight of the night or knockout of the night bonuses that you've been winning? Um, paid fucking taxes. <laughs> Keeping Uncle Sam on nah. the back. <laughs> exactly. No, I haven't really done anything yet. Um, I still haven't really done much with my last one. Um, well, you're married with kids, right? You have twin boys. Yeah. You, you treat yeah, them well, like you, you tell them to go out and splurge a little bit, or get them stuff that they've been wanting, or take them someplace that they've been wanting to go. I mean, I try to treat them well. Now, you know I mean? <laughs> now if you if you if your sons grew up and said, "I want to be fighters," would you let them? For sure. I mean, I'll let them be anything they want to be. You know, it's not as long as it's not a ballet dancer or something like that. You <laughs> what know? if they wanted to be a transgender <laughs> fighter like Fallon Fox? Oh God! <laughs> yeah, I got good news don't and bad even, news. I want to be a fighter. But don't get news, don't get him suspended. <laughs> the, the, the last thing Matt Brown needs right. right now is suspended. Yeah, scratch that question. People will kill us. All right, now how yeah. now how how hurt were you in the uh, Jordan Main fight? Oh, with the body shot. Yeah, very hurt. Wow. <laughs> You are a man of short answers. <laughs> very. I heard where you very hurt. <laughs> no, but honestly, Brown, Matt, you, you really are an inspiration because, I mean, I honestly, what I do now is I go to the meth clinics and show them pictures of you. And I'm like, look, guys, if you guys get your stuff together, you too could be a UFC fighter. I, I don't actually do that, but I'm, but, I'm, but I'm telling you, I mean, I mean, you've come such a... I mean, you, you, you have to look at your life and be like, you're like a... Lifestyle, a, a, a lifetime movie network channel. I mean, you really. I mean, you've you've got to look at yourself and say, 
Oh my God! Like from where I was to to overdosing. Did you really like literally almost die, or he died for a few minutes? What's yeah, you the, were, what's the story? You were you were pronounced dead for eight minutes, right? Um, it wasn't eight minutes, but it was for some amount of time. Have, now, you, ever, have you ever talked to Corey? Like, I, I, I don't think I don't I don't think they ever actually pronounced me dead. Like the doctors just or not the doctor the nurse whatever just told me they were like Flat like line. yeah you're pretty much dead there for a minute. Wow. Same thing happened with Court McGee. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. You guys don't have like, like my death with better than your death stories or competition. <laughs> they, they should fight each other called a death match. <laughs> yeah, this was, <laughs> the Brown versus Court death match. <laughs> so I mean, you beat you now you beat six guys in a row. Yet you're still, I think you're ranked number eleven. Don't you feel like you should be ranked higher? Uh, ranked number ten, man. Oh, you're ranked you're number right. ten. But still, but don't you think he's ranked higher than 10? Oh, man, I don't know. You know, it's just all subjective, you know. Um, You know, like the number 20 guy could come in and beat, you know, the number two guy. You know what I mean? It's like, MMA is a crazy sport, man. It's hard to rank people, you know. Yeah. It's never right, you know. There's no way for it to really be what it's supposed to be. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, look at at Robbie Lawler and uh, Kostrak. Yeah, right. Who do you who do you like? Do you like uh, Lawler or uh, McDonald? Um, I don't know, man. I didn't watch uh, Lawler's last fight. I think you said it was Kostjak, right? Yeah, no, he beat Kostjak, and then he went out and beat um, he he he, he, he beat your guy, the guy that you were sponsored, uh, uh, Volker, right? Didn't he beat Volker? Oh, okay. okay. Oh, no, or, or the guy that beat Volker, the guy that beat Volker in Strikeforce, Lawler just beat. Uh, bowling? Oh, Roger Bowling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Roger Bowling? Yeah, yeah. He fought Robbie Lawler? Yeah, I think, I think so. Who was Lawler's last fight? It was either Volker or Bowling, but uh, but yeah, Robbie Lawler won. Well, yeah, anyway, I haven't really watched uh, Lawler's fights. Just whenever they're on, I just <laughs> didn't happen to watch that card, you know what I mean? So I don't really know where he's at. I don't know what he's doing. Um, I watched McDonald's last fight. Yeah, I thought he looked pretty good. Bobby Volker, with, uh, he, he 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 knocked out Bobby Volker with a, with a head kick in twenty four seconds. Uh, yeah, really? yeah. Oh. Well, I don't know who Bobby Volker is. That's cool though. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It should be a good fight, man. Him and McDonald. I don't see where you know. What I mean, Lawler's been around a long time. I'm sure he knows how to fight pretty good. So. Yeah, have you ever thought about becoming a, a, a talk show host? <laughs> that was kind of a that wasn't really my uh, first career choice after fighting but <laughs> the Matt Brown show I, I think it's great the Matt audience asks, asks you a question you answer with one, one word, one word and, and then and then look, look look very angry at the guy and then no one asks you any more questions I think that's a great show <laughs> I'm like hey you only gotta watch it for two minutes and you get all the information <laughs> now you and your wife recently went on a second honeymoon or something uh, it was an anniversary, one year anniversary. Uh, she likes to call it the honeymoon because we never went on a actual honeymoon. So, <laughs> where did now? Where did where, where where did you guys go? Um, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Wow, you, which is you hopeless romantic. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cool. I don't know if you ever been to Gatlinburg, or heard of it, whatever. You know, it's like a little tourist town down there in the Smoky Mountains. Uh, Oh, nice! It was a good time, man. Now, now did uh, 
do, do your, your your wife's parents now when when they told when you like told them that you were a uh, fighter, did they look at you like you were crazy? They was like, "Oh, you fighting the WWF or something?" <laughs> WWF, that's hilarious. <laughs> no, no, they're actually really cool about it. They're real supportive and. You know, they're, they're real good people, so yeah, it works now, out. Now that you're winning money and... <laughs> yeah, now that they're... Yeah, now it's all cool, you know I mean? Yeah. Before, maybe, you know, if I wasn't making money, they probably wouldn't be so happy about it. <laughs> now, how how has Matt Hume helped you? Uh, he helped me a ton, man. Um, you know, I lived out there for like a year. And yeah, man, I learned probably more in that year than any other year in my life. Nice. Who are uh, who are some of the guys that you're uh, training with now? Well, my coaches are Carlos Carvalho for jiu-jitsu. Uh, Mark Beecher's my uh, longtime Muay Thai coach. Um, Scott Sheely's been my head coach for a long time. Um, you know, the training partners, not really like famous guys you probably haven't really heard of, but guys that you probably will hear of in the future. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, Matt, I gotta say, man, I was uh, I've been really impressed, and you know, it seems like you're you're a guy that like it's really easy to root for. Um, you've uh, you've you've come a long way. I I have to say, when 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 like you lost those those three fights, I was like, ah, man, because I I was a big fan of yours on the Ultimate Fighter. I thought you were a a, a little crazy, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, those reality shows can make people look a little crazier than they actually are. Um, <laughs> Hey, you gotta be a little crazy, right? Yeah, you gotta be a little crazy. And then when when uh, when you beat Matt Riddle, all was forgiven. Um, so uh, I gotta. Say I never that. fought Matt Riddle. Oh, good. I think maybe maybe I was the one stoned during that. Uh, but, <laughs> who who did you beat on that show? You beat someone that uh. I uh, beat Josh Hall, Jeremy May, and then uh, lost to Amir Sadala. Amir right, Sadala. Right, 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 right. Who went on to win that season? Sadala won that season. He beat uh, CB Dalloway in the uh, finals. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. I think out of all those guys, you're the, you're the, the most successful. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you still keep in contact with those guys? Um, you know, me and Amir actually kept in contact for a while. Um, haven't really talked to him in a uh, a little while since, uh, Riddle's, you know, Matt Riddle actually had twins uh, right around the same time I had twins. He had girls and we had boys, so his wife and my wife are her friends. Oh, nice. And they keep in contact. Um, so, which brings me and Riddle together sometimes. <laughs> but we always kind of kept our distance a little bit. Like, we were supposed to fight a couple of times, you know. Like, he got hurt and, you know, different things. So, um, but now he's not in the UFC. I don't think he'll be back. So it's funny whenever yeah, we'll I, whenever I, I make a, a Matt Riddle joke on Twitter, Lisa Riddle retweets it. His, 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 his wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And then whenever I make a uh, Randy Couture joke, uh, uh, his ex-wife Kim. Kimmy Couture retweets it. And then, and then a Vinny Magalies joke, Ali uh, Magalies. All the all the wives always retweet the jokes they make about the husbands. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I never seen their jokes about me. So, uh, yeah. Well, no, I did. I did. I. Well, I said when you said you had better wrestling than GSP. Obviously, people are concerned you're back on drugs. <laughs> uh, that's rough, man. Yeah, yeah. That's probably why. I don't, uh, thanks. Thanks. You asked me to tell a joke about you. I do, and you go, "That that that's rough." Thanks a lot. <laughs> 
I'm, uh, I'm sure the wife will get a kick out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I hope you beat GSP, Matt Brown. I really do. Um, and Me uh, too. <laughs> and I am totally rooting for you. Thanks for calling into the podcast. Thanks for being a good sport. And uh, let me know Absolutely. if any jokes I make offend you. Please DM me so I will take them down immediately. Really? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weak, man. Uh, yeah, no, I, I won't. I won't. I will stand my ground. But uh, but hey, man, th- thanks for your support, man. And uh, I'm really uh, looking forward to your next fight, man. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. All right, brother. Be good, man. All right. What a nice guy. Yeah. You know, what Matt Brown's a cool cool dude. Scary dude though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Brown's like one of those like pit bulls that you have that you never know really where you're at with him. Right. Like yeah, everything just, seems cool but then they'll like kind of stare at you for a second. Yeah, like, is this thing about to bite the crap out of him? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's exactly right. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Matt Brown fan. I, I don't know if he beats GSP, but uh I would watch that fight in a heartbeat, you know. Yeah. I mean, you got you to root for a guy like that. Like, I mean, if like meth couldn't take started him Started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, I mean, 20 times he's been arrested. Look at that, 20 Jesus. times? 20 times. I'm black and I've never been arrested that time, <laughs> that many times. Have you been arrested at all? Yeah. For what? Uh, I got in a fight in Georgetown one time. Um, two guys were jumping one guy and I jumped in and uh, tried to even the odds and the cops came and arrested everybody. And, they, and the one guy that was getting beat up by the two dudes, they threw him in the back of a police car. And then they just threw me handcuffed in the back of the paddy wagon with the other two dudes. And so I thought it was going to be like a brawl in there. They were like, what are you doing in here? <laughs> they didn't even know that was me that jumped in. Oh, my God. Thank God. How, how long did you go to jail for? I mean, I was only in there for a few hours. Yeah. And the, the guys that I... Was uh, Matt Brown in there when you were there? He was. <laughs> and that's... Uh, <laughs> no, the guys that I was actually fighting against... Um, the cops like pretty much strong armed us. They were like, "If all y'all give us fifty bucks, you can get out right now." Oh, and I didn't have fifty bucks, and so the dude was like, "The two dudes that were like, well, we feel sorry that you got caught up in this, so we'll pay your fifty bucks." So they paid me fifty bucks, oh, that's and, then, cool. and then drove me home. I actually joined. Uh, <laughs> I joined an MMA gym this week. Did I, you really? I joined Judo Jean Labelle's and Judo Jean. He was there. He was teaching the class. Really? Last night, uh, I'm in class. Manny Gambarian's there. I asked him about his fight with Cole Miller. Right. I asked him how hurt he was. He said he was definitely hurt. He was mad, still angry about getting hit in the back of the head. Right. And Cole's mad because he thought that fight should have been stopped, which is interesting. But uh, yeah, it was it was crazy seeing Judo Gene, the guy. I don't know how old he is. It's got to be in his eighties, yeah. and he's still teaching. And he's Everything. funny as hell. And I go up to him. I go, I go, Judo Gene, I'm, I'm a big fan. He goes, lose some weight. You'll be a small fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, this guy's the best. He's hilarious. I was like, it's so funny. Like, how funny is that? Lose some weight. You'll be a small fan. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was amazing. Judo Gene is like, what an inspiration. Did you, ever, you see him in, um, in uh, Reno 911 Miami? No. Yeah, he was in that movie too. It's like broke into some hooker's house or whatever and the cops are in there and you just see him fly out the front door on like one of those Razor scooters and he's like he's in his underwear Judo Gene LaBelle is just flying down the sidewalk and he's like you'll never catch me bitches oh that <laughs> is his, so funny in his tidy whities I like how he made Steven Seagal crap his pants that's the, that's the greatest you heard about that right of course that's the, I mean that's la- and if Pe- you ask him about it he'll be like he won't comment on it he'll be like Steven Seagal is a great mar- martial artist and a fantastic oh, actor no it was the funniest thing because they go I'm in class they go does anybody have any questions it's my first day, and I wanted to be like, "Yeah, did you really make Steven Seagal grab his pants?" <laughs> like, but like, I knew that 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 they would look at me like I was. Maybe they might throw me out of the class for asking that question the first day. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! That's, that's a great picture. Yeah, no, Judo Jean's a he's a character. But I was uh, I was 
You know, it's great to see a guy like that, you know, a legendary. And then basically yeah. teaching. It's like 20 bucks. I, I, I could teach a class with Eugene LaBelle. How, I mean, how awesome is yeah, that? He was a badass, man. He was like always, I mean, I always a bad guy on the money, Green Hornet. To pay money for the year. But yeah, it was great. We're going to call Jessica Penn. Is it, is it Penny or Penn? We're going to find out. I think Penny is the pasta. Penny is the pasta. We're and I love call, to eat pasta. It's P-E-N-N-E. So is it? What yeah, do you it's think? Penny. Penny. Uh, we're we're going to call her right now. Uh, find out about her life. That was a good interview with Matt Brown. I, I like that. I liked it too. I like how he says he's going to knock out GSP. That's that's going to make headlines. <laughs> which is uh, which that's is just saying that good. that's saying that GSP is going to. Uh, well, that's no, not saying that. that GSP is going to lose to Johnny Hendricks, but. Oh yeah, that's right. Right. That's going to be. Either, I, I think. Uh, I'm looking for Johnny in this one. Really, Johnny I, over GSP. I wanted to. I wanted to be. Look, I, I mean, yeah, yeah what I wanted we're to, American, what, right. you root for the American, right? I mean, maybe if you're nationalistic, but I, I don't know. I mean, is it, ah, man. I mean, GSP's a great guy. Hendricks called into our podcast. Couldn't be, a, what a great guy. Yep. You know, it's hard to, you got a guy who's a better wrestler than GSP, but GSP's got speed. And he does. Speed kills. And that jab is ridiculous. Ridiculous. And he's got better kicks. He's got better jujitsu. And he's got better, quicker hands, whereas Hendricks and has cardio is pretty. Hendricks is has, has, hey, he has more pop, more power, and better wrestling. Rest, but GSP might have better wrestling for MMA. But it's hard to say a guy's got better wrestling for MMA when the other guy's a four-time All-American, two-time national champion, and a runner-up, and a four-time high school state champion. I mean, that's Jesus. you know. It's tough. It's a tough call. That's going to be a great fight. And the Chael might fight on that undercard. <laughs> you know nice. that Chael's looking that. for an opponent on the, on the, on the undercard. Really? Yeah, he said he might, according he wants to fight. First he called out Vanderlei, and Vanderlei said, "Chael, you you a butt face." <laughs> he said that. <laughs> he said you a butt face, and then Chael peed on his car on Vanderlei's car. No, he didn't. Did I swear? Look on the underground. Chael peed on Vanderlei's car. And then Ch- I don't even know how he even got to Vegas to pee on his car. Maybe he put a sign that said Vanderlei's car, but it, it said Vanderlei's car. And then Vanderlei, and then uh, uh, Machida got thirsty. No, but but then, <laughs> but he peed on the car. And then Vanderlei went on Instagram and photoshopped a picture of Anderson Silva beating up Chael, but with his head, with Vanderlei's head. Which I could the most surprising thing of that is that Vanderlei knew about Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> The whole thing is becoming comical. And then Machida said, I'll fight Chael, you, I'll fight you in any parking lot, which I wrote uh, on, on Twitter. It has to be in the U.S. because I don't have cars in Brazil, uh, according, <laughs> according to Chael. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's going to be, uh, who wins, Chael or, uh, or, or Vanderlei? I say Chael. In a, in a, in a, I think he grinds him out wrestling. I, he, I don't think he submits Vanderlei. He doesn't want to stand with Vanderlei. Yeah, he doesn't. Want, he he would definitely wouldn't stand a chance with the pride Vanderlei. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but now. But this is TRT Vanderlei. Right. But this is TRT Chael. It's a TRT championship. Chael Chael's on it. Chael wins that fight. Yeah. Chael versus Vitor. Eh. In Brazil, Vitor. <laughs> <laughs> in Vegas, Chael. <laughs> We're gonna call Jessica uh, right now. Hey, is this Jessica? Yes. Is it Jessica Penny or Jessica Penn? Penny. Penny. Like the pasta. How are you? Good. How are you? We are talking to the first ever Invicta Atomweight champion. 
Hello. How's it going? How are you? <laughs> now, I have to say, I'm I am very impressed with you, Jessica. Uh, not oh, on thank your, you. not on your last fight, on your amazing photo shoot with Tracy Lee. Your butt looks amazing. <laughs> Thanks. Oh my, right. oh my God. Are those posted anywhere that yes. I can see them? Yeah, you got you got to see these T Rex. Uh, now, now, for now, we 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 met at, at a Mayhem's party, right? Yes, we did. He like got your dog to bite him in the face. Yes, you were there with my my he 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 threw candy and hit my dog with candy. Poor defenseless rescue dog. Yes, he and has coming, you know. Yeah, what kind and of then, dog is this? I have like a, it's like a half Chihuahua, half uh, uh, Jack Russell, and it's like totally like sad and like I rescued it and then Mayhem threw candy at its face and then went over <laughs> to it and he was throwing these little fireworks, these little like like the snaps w- at w- it, whimper snappers. Yeah, and then and then oh yeah, we were having a little snap fight with each other. That's gonna sting. Yeah, you're right. And then what happened was first like my dog bit <laughs> my dog bit that? Mayhem's dog and then Mayhem's. <laughs> threaten my dog. It's like, don't you dare! Blah blah blah. This is my house. And then my dog took. Is he a, being serious? Yeah. Then my dog took a poop in Mayhem's kitchen. <laughs> He's like, all right, I won't bite your dog. But I'm gonna dump it in the kitchen. Yeah, he took he took a poop a, a poop in the kitchen, and then which which made me Mayhem and Kristoff laugh our asses off because Mayhem my, my so dog was like my dog was like really you you think you're gonna threaten me? Right. I used to fight pitbulls for a living, right. and I'm a Chihuahua. So he took a shit in his kitchen, and then Mayhem threw candy at his face, and then my dog bit Mayhem. Him in the face, giving him like a big, like a little scar, actually. Nice. So I, I think he'd switches, honestly. Like he could have had a couple. Yeah. So I think my dog actually won that fight right. um, against Mayhem. I mean, once he took a dump in the kitchen, he won. <laughs> it, was, it was over. <laughs> no, no, I got, I got to show you now. Now, when I, when, but when I, when I, when I, when I met you, Jessica, you were the most assuming, polite. Like I thought you were like a librarian or something. You. uh <laughs> You definitely have like number one. You don't seem like a fighter. I mean, you don't carry yourself. You carry yourself with like extreme class. I'm I'm actually showing Todd Rex your picture of your butt as we speak. I apologize for drooling on you. If you show like some of my fight, like my my butt kind of just I like I don't care about I guess, that. Overshadows the fact that I fight. Yes. <laughs> so nice. uh, now, how's it going? Looking how good. now? How's uh how's everything going? How's training? How's life? Talk to me. Um. Everything's going great. I don't know where my next fight is, so I'm kind of just training to keep myself busy because if I don't train, I don't know what to do with myself. So um, I just got done helping some uh, training partners with their fights, and um, I have one coming back in because she has a fight coming up. So just staying busy, trying to get better and always improve. Now, are you, are you are you still training over at, uh, at uh, Rain? Yeah, that's my home gym. Nice. So I mean, do, do, you, do you train with the men or the, or the women over there? Um, I train with both. Actually, um, the last before my last camp was kind of the first time that I actually had um, consistent female training partners to train with, and it made a huge difference. But uh, before that, I would always train with the guys, and it made it kind of difficult to transition um, in the fights, just because you're used to such like a different body type and size and weight and all that kind of stuff. So it was really nice having um, consistent females to to train with. But normally, I've I've always had to connection with the guys, and I'm pretty small so yeah now you're now <laughs> now what weight do you do you walk around at um any business no i'm just kidding <laughs> uh, i just actually got asked that today and i totally freaked out on someone because i'm feeling a little chubby so <laughs> so like so you fight at 105 but you walk around at like 115 yeah i mean i've i've always kind of 
fluctuated between like, I don't know, 115, 118. I've been trying to get a little bit heavier. So actually before my last fight, I got up to like 120, 121, which is pretty big Gross. for me. <laughs> I know. I'm huge, right? <laughs> now, but I mean, was that a hard cut? Cause you're like a small petite girl. Was that a hard cut to lose 15 pounds? No, it's actually, um, it's not. Um, I prepare pretty well. This this last cut, I actually, like, I was 0.1 off, which is ridiculous to me. But um, they took away the official scale and they moved the weigh-in. So I, I couldn't find a scale, and I ended up finding, like, one of the little digital ones. And they don't read, like, 0.1. Right. They just read, you know, 0.2, 0. 0.4, that kind of thing. So I thought I was on, and I got on the scale, and I was pissed. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's not, like, a whole lot of fun going to 105, but, I mean... I get there. You just have to prepare well, and it's a little bit more difficult for females to cut weight than it is guys. So you just really have to prepare. Now you're you, you had a huge fight uh, two fights ago against the Karate Hottie, who was also uh-huh. also a real beautiful girl. Um, it was a battle. It was a battle. Uh, my actually, I'm pretty sure I was winning that fight, so it really wasn't a battle. Right, you were winning. I'm, I'm not going to argue. I'm actually more nervous about talking to her than Matt Brown. Uh, no, um, now you were. <laughs> Yeah, you were winning that fight, and then you just got caught with an armbar to lose that fight. Uh, It was a very close fight. Do you want a rematch with the Karate Hottie? Oh, yeah, I want one right now. I mean, I went into that fight, like, I fought to that fight and the fight before that when I won my belt um, with a a pretty bad injury that required surgery, and I'm pretty stubborn and just kind of, like, didn't want to have surgery. So I thought I could get through one more and then take a little rest and have the surgery. But I really shouldn't have gotten into that fight, but I'm super stubborn and competitive. Um, so I wasn't able to train properly before that fight. So I'm, I'm almost back to health. Um, I had surgery right after it, and I rehabbed up until my last fight. And I was at about 80% before my last fight with Nicolie. So I'm trying to get towards 100, and I want my rematch like right now. She's had it long enough. It's ridiculous. Now, I know for me, like when I used to wrestle in high school, like I took it very seriously. I was, you know, four-time New England prep school champion. But if I, if I lost a, a wrestling match, I would lock myself in a room for like a week or two until I won. I was like depressed. I wouldn't talk to anybody. Do you go through the same thing? No, I mean, after that happened, it was kind of funny. Like I just kind of reacted and I was like, oh shit, that's what I get for not training. So, I mean... I kind of, you know, I had a little bit of a grieving process, like, that night. I was just like, I can't believe I did this to myself. I, like, I know it was all my fault, and I have to, you know, live with that. And I honestly, like, even though losses are, are tough, I feel like my my it. biggest gains have come from losses because I really look at myself and, you know, kind of reevaluate and, and try and see how I can get better. So I think all of my, my biggest like growths have come from my losses and I think it just makes me that much better. So as long as I look at it that way, I mean, yeah, at first it, it really sucks, but in the long run, I know that I'm going to be better for it and I already am better for it. Now, now how does a girl like you get into fighting? Um, you know, they told me I couldn't wrestle in high school and I was like really pissed off about it. <laughs> <laughs> so after, um, after high school, um, I, I was kind of, uh, I, couple years after high school, like I saw a fight on TV and, um, I really wanted to do it. I always kind of wanted to get into like grappling or some sort of combat sport, but I was always super kind of shy and I'm a pretty reserved person. So it takes me a while to, to like actually do things. Right. Um, but I got into it. I just, um, 
I started taking like cardio classes at LA Boxing, just trying to get my feet wet and try and see if I could meet someone because I really didn't know where to go or you know who to get with. Um, and then through there, I made a connection with Jeremy Williams um, over at Apex in Mission Viejo. And then through there, I kind of um, you know started grappling and training. I just fell in love with it. Um, MMA and training has just been like an extremely positive influence in my life, and it's really changed me as a person. And Wait, like, Jeremy Williams, the boxer. Jeremy Williams, the boxer. No, the late Jeremy Williams. Um, he actually. Um, is no longer with us. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Now, um, now you do. I mean, you do, that's a pretty amazing story. Someone who started like because because a lot of times like a girl like Misha Tate or or Rhonda started when she was four, and Misha Tate was a high school wrestling champion, and same with Kat Zingano, state champion. So I mean, you've had a you got a a, a, a late start in the game, and to be as ranked as high as you are, it's amazing. Thank you. I, you know, I always looked at it as um, I never really had, had confidence before because of that. I mean, I'd always played sports and always been competitive, but um, I always looked at everybody else as like, oh, this person, you know, did judo, this person did this, and this person did that. Like, they're so much farther ahead of me. But at the same time, I feel like I'm one of those first-generation MMA people that really just, like, trained everything. And, yeah, it's it's taken a while to, you know, get good at, at everything, but I feel like I'm really well-rounded, and I feel like I have an advantage because of the way I started. Right. And I mean, everything. I really do feel like everything happens for a reason, and, and um, I was meant to start at that time. And yeah, I wish I'd started earlier, started in one discipline, but everything worked out the way it was supposed to. Do you spar with Chael or Munoz or Ellenberger? Oh yeah, I mess them all up. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Mark was uh, was sparring with me today. Um, Jake, Jake is also like. Um, really supportive and always works with me. I mean, obviously they're not, you know, throwing the, the Donkey Kong and King Kong punches that they do, but they're like, they're really awesome and supportive. And I feel so lucky and fortunate to, to have met them and be able to, to train under them. Now, do you have, now, really awesome boys. now let's get to the questions everybody wants to know about. Uh, do you oh have, God, do you have go. a, do you have a boyfriend? No, I don't. <laughs> so you're single. Uh, do you like no, men? Now, she, do you have a girlfriend? Do you, yeah. Do you go for men or women? I go for men. Yes. Okay. Uh, my, my my dad gets asked all the time if I'm a lesbian. Poor guy. Like I played softball through high school. Always asked if I was a lesbian, and then like in fighting, first question they ask is, "Is she a lesbian?" And he gets really frustrated. So how come you don't have a boyfriend? <laughs> I mean, do guys get intimidated when you tell them you're a fighter? Um. Honestly, like I, I live and breathe training. Like I don't really have a very active social life. And if I even went out, like I wouldn't choose to like socialize or try and like pick up on guys outside of that. And like inside the gym, you really don't want to like hang out with like, and you know, date your training partners. It's kind of weird. And besides that, like I just, the guys that I meet, I feel like I can beat them up or they're fighters and I'm not, trying to like date them. So, so you're kind of you're kind of you're kind of stuck. I think you have to go for comedians. Yeah, it's really it's actually really difficult because I'll meet somebody that'll be super nice and you know they'll kind of you know try and pursue me and then I think that they're like a puss because I kind of relate like masculinity with athleticism and all that kind of stuff. So it's just yeah. So do you have a lot of fan <laughs> do you have a lot of fanboys that hit on you? Um, no, I have I have some really nice supportive people that give me compliments, but nobody like. Is inappropriate or anything like that. So, when was the last time that you actually like got down with the guy? Is that, I mean, how long? <laughs> Too long to mention. <laughs> really? So, so, like, okay, so you haven't you haven't had any intercourse in like a year? 
Not yet, but I've gone that long, actually. Intercourse. Yeah. So, uh, okay. <laughs> so you haven't had, so it's been, what, eight months since you have relations with, with a guy? It's, it's, been, a it's been a while. It's been a while. I don't, yeah. I, so you must be extremely, you, you, you must be extremely horny right now. No? no? I mean, you must be. Like, I mean, that's why I have to train all the time. I got to get it out somehow. Like, I have to, like you know, punch and kick and submit something. So so what are your thoughts about maybe <laughs> having a guy who's a comic and using him to get some of your urges out? Is that, would that be a, would that be a... I mean, it, it a, depends, like, if, like, he can make me laugh, but I mean, I may still want to, like, punch him and beat him up, and then I wouldn't be attracted to him because I could beat him up. I have good wrestling it's, skills. Okay, uh, I... <laughs> I, th- I didn't know that about you. Yeah, yeah, well, there's a lot you don't know about me. Um, oh. <laughs> so, okay, so, all right, so we're going to have a date. Um, <laughs> <He's> already- <laughs> all right, so we go on a date. Now, how long, how many dates is it going to take me to maybe get some action? I mean, that that just kind of depends. I don't have, like, a set number, but... It's definitely not going to be like in the first, second, or third. Oh, I have to figure out if I like you because if I have, if I like hook up with somebody before I know them and then I hate them afterwards, like I'm just going to be really upset with myself. And yeah, you, listen, you're you're that. you have way too high morals. This is this is this is. <laughs> This is this is not good. So can't you just, just use it for sexual gratification? gratification? We, 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 no, we, we, T Rex. We have to clean this up. We have to like we can't. We have to say things without saying them. That's like that's like <laughs> our like new rule. Okay. So okay. So Did you get in trouble. Yeah, we got. Well, we, we're 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 trying to uh, go more corporate. So we have to oh. we have to say things without being so graphic. Um, <laughs> so all right. So thank you very much. So Jessica <laughs> Penny. Uh, has not been on a date eight months. She's only slept with a handful of men in her life. She's pent up. And she's she's pent up. She's aggressive. <laughs> she she uh, she wants a guy who can who can kick her ass. Uh, I mean, not actually <laughs> kick her ass, but is able to kick her ass. Uh, who's not a girly guy, but who's not a fighter. Correct. And he doesn't wear like tight hipster pants. I want to beat people up for doing that. That's ridiculous. And no. Basically, hip- you just described me. <laughs> yeah, and no hipster <laughs> pants. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Now, okay, our final question: um, Who do you want to win, Misha or Rhonda? I don't know. I just I'm really excited for the rematch. I'm really excited, um, like to see you know the season, like the reality show. I think it's just going to be like crazy hilarious to watch so i'm just really excited about it oh that was not like, that was i really the don't worst like answer ever right have you, have you trained with Rhonda? i've actually never met her but um i i think she's freaking awesome <laughs> i'm really excited about that fight nice okay and now uh what do you think about cyborg versus Rhonda? you know i have seen cyborg in the gym i we have the same boxing coach um so I see her train, and she is, like, oh crazy hard worker, super, super nice chick. Um, but she's she's a beast, and I would love to see that fight. Who do you like, think wins? I don't know. <laughs> I think I think it would be really, really exciting. That, I mean, that, on, on one hand, like, Rhonda is super technical, and she's an Olympic athlete. So, I mean, she has, like, you know, the competitive edge, and she is just great at what she does. But then on the other hand, you have Cyborg, who is just, like, crazy strong and just aggressive, and a lot of people can't keep up with that pace. So I think that would make for a really crazy, exciting fight. Nice. Well, you've heard it here. Jessica Penny, you've been uh, 
Panay, you've been a great sport. <laughs> uh, those uh, pictures are amazing of your butt. Um, <laughs> you are an amazing fighter. Uh, thank you for coming on our podcast. Uh, and once again, if it goes to be a year and you still need a guy, call me. I am, I, I am part of the team. <laughs> you're a team player. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> I am a team player. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. Uh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. it was thank fun. you. Pleasure. Bye. Well, that is our podcast. Um, I, uh, we're, we're going to take a break next week because I'm going to be in Singapore, Bahrain, and Diego Garcia for the U.S. military doing shows. Good cause, good cause. Uh, where are you going to be in this week? I'll be at the Laugh Factory in Long Beach this week. Yes, thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh, you guys have been great. And uh, keep following MMA Roasted on Twitter. And uh, you guys have been great. Thank you, guys. Thank you.